You know what? I think that for me, it was more of like a experiment, like a social mm-hmm. experiment on yeah. myself because YouTube represented everything I was scared of. Hi, everyone, and welcome back to A Little About A Lot, the podcast by the Sorry Girls, also known as those DIY YouTubers, also known as Kelsey and Becky. But today it is just me, Kelsey, because Becky is in Cuba what a lucky girl, but um, I'm not going to be alone for long because today I have a very special guest. I'm bringing on Valeria Lipovetsky, who is also a Toronto YouTuber, but she's a little bit more than that. She's an entrepreneur, holistic nutritionist, a mom, and a model. She's all that and so much more, and I'm excited for her to share everything she knows about everything going on in her life and YouTube because we are kindred spirits in that sense. We love YouTube. We love the business of YouTube. And I think I need to pick her brain. So let's jump right into my conversation with Valeria Lipovetsky. All right. Hi. Hi. Valeria, I'm so happy to have you. Thank you so much. I'm so happy to be here. I'm so excited to get to know you better and specifically you in the YouTube world because and outside of the YouTube world, but I just feel like us being up here in Toronto, there's not that many of us. I know, and I feel like we are not united enough. I know. So let's work on it. Yeah, we're gonna unite, and we're also gonna learn more about us, so I was wondering if you could give us a little brief overview about you. Okay, I'll try to to keep it brief. Brief. (laughs) (laughs) So um, I am 28 years old, Mm -hmm. and I have three children. Um, I am a holistic nutritionist, which is what basically brought me into the social media world. Okay. Um, And uh, once I graduated uh, holistic nutrition school, I decided to start a blog, which was in 2016. Very late for a blog. Fun fact. <laughs> yeah. No one was reading at that point anymore. Yeah. Um, and it was just, it felt a little uh, frustrating. Mm-hmm. So I thought that the next be- best thing, I mean, Instagram was already kind of going strong. You already had an Instagram or like Instagram, the app was going like strong? Like Instagram, the app. No, I had nothing. Okay. I was like, I had three photos with like really bad filters, you know, when it's like the, oh yeah, you know. And the like, rounded, they, we used to have rounded corners. Yeah. Do you remember that? Yeah. There yeah. was a lot of weird stuff. And um, so, yeah. So I decided to start using my Instagram. Yeah. And I was posting like recipes here and there, uh, but I didn't really made it into I would say a business Instagram. Mm-hmm. I was just like sharing my own things with people that followed me, which yeah. is like mostly friends and family. Where were you at this point in your life? Like not married, married. I was already married. Already married. Yeah. Yeah. Because yeah. I went. You see, I have no. I'm a. Uh, uh, yes, I was already married. Mm-hmm. Um, that was when my second boy. Um, he was four months old. Okay. So I graduated um, the holistic nutrition school and then I was like, okay, what am I going to do with my life? I was never really into like just being um, like a stay at home mom. Not that it's easy. That's like probably the hardest job. Yeah. So I needed to escape that (laughs) and try to find something that's a little more manageable. (laughs) Yeah. Um, So that's why I decided to start dabbling into social media. Um, and yeah, and then I started kind of my Instagram and again, felt kind of stuck mm-hmm. uh, with how much message and personality I can really 
you know, portray through Instagram photos. Yeah. So um, then I was like, okay, what's the next kind of platform that will give me the stage to really, you know, show who I am? And that scared the hell out of me. Yeah. And that was YouTube. Yeah. yeah. So what, ta- what, what year did you start your YouTube channel? So all of that happened in the span of like four or five months. Oh, so really? I learned really fast. I'm like, okay, you did. Um, next, Holy next, crap. next, next, next. Um, because I think that you know, like you know when something catches and yes. what doesn't. Yeah. Um, and I think that's what kind of helped me a lot with, in general, it's just like a, a quality that I appreciate in myself that I just like, I get it. So yeah. if something doesn't work, I move on. Yeah. I don't just kind of sit and dwell on it mm-hmm. for too long. So um, I took action and I started YouTube and that was, yeah, it was still 2016. I really appreciate that. Taking action is, I feel like, not a skill that everybody has. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. And it, yeah, it can really help you in like business, but also in just like your personal life. I got into a car accident recently or oh a God. collision as in my driving school has taught to say, don't call it an accident. Um, and yeah, you just have to like take it in mm-hmm. and move on. If you dwell on these things or worry about things that didn't happen, like how things could have gone differently. Obviously, you always learn. Yeah. But you learn and you move on. Exactly. And that's so important. Yeah. That's it's it's funny because I was uh, my mom always like told me that even as a child, I would like never dwell on things. <laughs> Something happens. I'm like, I'll say what I need to say or yeah. just like cry. And then I move on. And someone talks to me about it. I'm like, I don't even remember. <laughs> so there's so many occasions throughout our lives that my mom will sometimes be like, hey, remember when this happened? And I'm like, no, I don't. Do you find you're, that you're sentimental? Because I feel like that trait makes, maybe might make you less sentimental. I feel that way too. Like maybe about myself. Like, I th- I think, yes, definitely. <laughs> it's not a bad thing. I'm just curious. Listen, you know what? Uh, you got to work with what you got. I mean, this is, yeah, this is who I am. I definitely am not as sentimental as other members of my family. <laughs> <laughs> Holding on to like the little like ripped piece of I thing. Remember yeah. when? I'm like, no, no, I, no don't remember. <laughs> I, I have a photo maybe, <laughs> digital yeah. photo, that's fine. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> okay, before we jump into a little bit more about you, because I want to know everything that you're willing to share, um, I want to go through a quick lightning round, mm-hmm. if you're cool with that. Yes, okay. let's do it. All right, so can you describe yourself in one word? Aggressive. <laughs> okay. I need to be more lightning with this. Okay. Okay. Last place you traveled? Mexico. Oh, right. oh my God. Yes. It was a family vacation. Okay. Favorite app on your phone other than social media? Um, Netflix. First CD you ever bought? Britney Spears. Baby, one more time. <laughs> um, last thing you ate? Um, salmon and mushroom salad. Mm. Instagram or YouTube? YouTube. If you had to choose a new career, what would you choose? Journalism. If you could live anywhere in the world, where would you live? Spain. What's your favorite item in your closet? My furry pink jacket that my husband hates. <laughs> Words to live by? Um, let it be. Beautiful. Okay, that's the end of the lightning round. I think you oh, did a yay. great job. So after you started your YouTube channel, mm-hmm. sorry, what, what exact year was that? 2016 2016 so pretty recently Mm -hmm. and then what happened after that did you did you get popular right away did you Mm -hmm. start getting viewers no I mean it depends because for me when I post I started with the recipe videos because Mm -hmm. it was again I got onto YouTube just to spread more information about nutrition Mm -hmm. so um 
my goal was to really become like a nutrition channel. And um, so I was doing a lot of recipes and they were so cringy and awkward. And sometimes <laughs> I like to like go back and watch them. Yeah. And just like cringe. And you're just like, look bit. how far I've come. Yeah. Just like Valeria, you know what? Good for you. <laughs> um, so I started with those and they were like those one minute videos. I was very inspired from what's that tasty. Oh, yeah. 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 So yeah. I was like, hi, guys, let me show you how to make this. <laughs> and then it was like this really quick thing. Yeah. So I kept posting a few of those and no one watched them. Um, there was maybe like 10, 15 views. But for me, that was huge because I'm like, how did these people find me? It is hard to find. Like yeah, you, I come across know. YouTube videos that have like zero views. And I'm like, how does this how is that? Just, yeah, yeah, it's it's so I like didn't understand the ecosystem because mm -hmm. when I started YouTube, I didn't even know like I didn't knew YouTube was a thing. Like obviously before I started my channel, I did a little research and I was like, oh my god, like people do this. It's like a thing. Yeah. So so you kind of started it a little bit more as like a business mind versus. I mean, obviously it was interesting to you, but also you were like, this is a great business opportunity. You know what? I think that for me it was more of like a experiment like a social mm -hmm. experiment on yeah. myself because youtube represented everything i was scared of i had to record myself mm -hmm. i have to put myself out there um you know and i was very conscious like self-conscious about my accent about my grammar about my vocabulary mm -hmm. so it was all these things that really scared me um and i think that that's kind of where I wanted to get. So I didn't even think this is going to become anything. But I was like, you know what? Worst thing that can happen is you'll be at the same place you are right now, which is zero views. Cool. Yeah. But you will learn to be comfortable with yourself and just, you know, kind of see where it takes you. So that's why I started YouTube. Okay. Um, and then it gave me a lot of like skills that taught me a lot of skills that I didn't know. So I taught myself how to edit videos. I taught myself how to shoot. I was using an iPhone. I didn't buy a camera. So that like it made me become very like crafty and mm -hmm. and creative and I didn't know that was missing from my life. Mm -hmm. So when I started doing it, I was like, okay, this is something yeah that i can kind of grab onto it's such a great creative outlet so you, you asked me i'm not answering your questions am i so you asked me if um if it became popular right away so where i was going with the story mm -hmm. of being crafty <laughs> yeah um was that i started experimenting so um kind of referring back to what i said how i was you know um kind of in tune with what worked and what didn't i saw that nutrition didn't really do much so my husband was like don't you know how to do like that makeup stuff he's <laughs> like you've been modeling for over 10 years like, can't you just do something like that um i'm like really who's gonna watch it like i literally know how to make i have to do like one look like, yeah literally one look that's all you need though <laughs> i literally have the same like emma knows i have the same look spread out throughout like 10 videos it's just like the title is a little different. It's like bronzy. Sometimes it's beachy. Sometimes it's summery. But it's the same technique, the same colors. Everything is the same. Oh, my God. Um, so that's, I was like, okay, whatever. I'll do beauty. And that's when I started seeing mm. action. So people were finding me and they, I started getting comments and I started even getting requests um, and kind of through the request and looking what people, what people reacted to, um, I started getting into other avenues and exploring other things. So, you know, people were like, oh, I love what you're wearing. Why won't you do a fashion thing? I was like, okay, I'll like, do yeah, a fashion I'll do that. thing. Sure, yeah, sure. yeah, I can put a coat on and 
world. <laughs> so that's kind of how it all started. Um, and I think I was that I, it took me a while to start being consistent. I didn't know the importance of being consistent on YouTube. Yeah. Um, again, I didn't know that it could become anything. I just thought it's like a really cool hobby. Mm -hmm. um, so it took me a little while. And then I think maybe a year, no, maybe six months into YouTube, I was like, okay, I'm really starting to do this. Like I'm gonna start creating videos, posting once a week and do it every, you know, once a week. Um, and that's it. And that's kind of how it started moving. And w I think when I got my first inquiry for sponsorship. Oh, yeah. That's when I was like, what? You want to pay me $30 to show your probiotics? Okay. <laughs> um, and it was very aligned with my brand because I was always talking about probiotics. Yeah, yeah. And I was like, okay, oh my God, this is something. And I remember I went to Gary. I was like, hey, your husband. my husband. I was like, hey, listen, someone's paying me $30 to show a box of probiotics that I'm already using. How did this company know to contact me? And he's like, well, okay, cool. This is so cute. Good for you. <laughs> and um, he didn't really understand the business of it either. Yeah. And then... I had that's I had my first hit video. Okay, was, yeah. There's always like something. That was the turning point. Yeah. What was it? And that was the how to look good in every picture. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Model coming straight from the model tips. Yeah. yeah. Exactly. So it was just, you know, simple things like hacks that I've learned throughout my career. Um and again I took something that I saw so many people kept asking in the comments. Yeah. And I made a video about it and it was that's when it just went. And what year was that? I think it was 2017. Okay. Yeah. So you've been like doing it for a year and then you had a little exactly. pop up. And yeah. then how long after that did you hire your first person? Because you have a whole team now. Yeah. Well, Emma's Emma was the first person we hired. And Emma's been with us for a year, a year and a half. Okay. In July, I remember. July 2018. <laughs> yes. Um, and you know what, we came to the conclusion that, you know, I was, I really, I was, I wanted to go really hard into YouTube now because I understood that there's a lot of potential here to grow, to build a business. Yeah. It didn't only fill my creative, you know, outlet. It also fed my entrepreneurial yeah. side. Yeah. So I came to my husband and I was like, okay, I was doing my own deals. I was doing my own sponsorships. I was creating the content, shooting it. And I wanted to create more content. Um, I was doing a lot of research and, you know, more content. That's kind of the goal. So I came to him and I said, listen, this is, I think this is something. He agreed with me and he sat me down and he's like, what are you spending most of your time on? Um, editing. And I, exactly. It's and I was like, editing. I yeah. shoot for 30 minutes and then I edit for five hours, especially me. Like I was doing everything on iMovie super slow. <laughs> yeah. You know, it took me like a while to get things. It was like really awkward. We watched like a video I edited like a while ago and we just, <laughs> Emma was, she had like a shock a little. <laughs> it was just very, very uncomfortable. Um, Editing is really hard, but it's almost, it's like, it's an it's, art of its own. It's like, easy. Like a lot of people can do it, but there's so many different levels and exactly. speeds and shortcuts and stuff that you can do it. So, and that's the thing. I felt like I already, I was ready to outgrow that like initial editing stage. Yeah. But I couldn't get there myself. Did it stop being fun for you? That was ha what happened yeah. with me and editing. I, I was, was like, like, I like hate editing. editing. And crying. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Basically. Literally tears. Yeah. So I, at that point, um, my husband, said you know what you are 
you're generating income from this. Yeah. Let's reinvest in the company. That's when we decided to incorporate the business. Let's reinvest and hire someone that will, you know, be doing their own craft, like their own expertise, bring value, and you can actually hone in on the what you can do, which is content. Because yeah. no one else can create the content but you. Yeah. But someone else can edit. Exactly. <laughs> and at first I was kind of being like, no, this is a one-man show and I'm going to do it on myself. This is YouTube. It's very like a DIY. You have to do everything yourself. And he's like, okay, business 101. There is no novelty in doing everything yourself. Yeah. If you want to grow, if you want to get to, you know, to different places in your life to take this to another level, this will not go anywhere if you insist on doing everything yourself. Some of my favorite words to live by are work smarter, not harder. Exactly. And that's what delegating is. <laughs> yeah. And I was very lucky to have him beside me uh, because he was kind of coaching me. Um, you know, he was helping me to kind of through my journey of YouTube, especially I, I, on the business side more than anything, because yeah. when it did be, like when we did realize that this can be something, um, he helped me a lot. And I was very, I think I was in a very lucky position where I kind of knew the direction I wanted to go with the content. And then I had someone like my partner, my husband that I know wants the best for me, um, kind of helping me to also take it properly with the business direction. So, yeah. All right, we're going to take a quick break. After the break, we're going to talk about more about everything, but even running YouTube business versus not like a business, a team without a team. Mm. But uh, we'll be right back. If you're listening to this podcast, there's a pretty good chance that you know that we are the Sorry Girls from YouTube and we have a DIY and lifestyle channel over there. If you happen to not know that, well, consider yourself informed and you can head to youtube.com slash the girls and check out all the diy and makeover and lifestyle content we have going on there we upload so regularly once or twice a week we'd love to see you subscribed if you aren't already and if you already are subscribed but you haven't seen our new video we'd love it if you would go check it out youtube.com slash the girls so we're back and i wanted to ask you a little bit more about running YouTube like a business because I feel like there's not that many of us out there. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I agree. I think that a lot of people do a one-man show or woman show. Um, they might have like an edio- editor or a videographer, but you have like full-time staff, like salary, mm-hmm. right? How many mm-hmm. people do you have working for you in your YouTube channel right now? Um, it's not only a YouTube channel, but um, there's six six people yes okay so other than the youtube channel what is well it's like obviously all social it's and then yeah it's all social um also we have i mean what we created is what we're trying to create is basically an in-house mcn slash management so um today there's a lot of youtubers a lot of social media people that are managed by these huge companies yeah um if it's an instagram agency if it's mcn and uh, that's something that i was a part of as well when i just started and i was meeting with a lot of these people and i kept like i kept going back home and i was telling gary my husband all of this and it just like didn't really sit right i I just it felt like they don't really know yeah much because they it's it's 
Like, they're not really out for your best interests. Well, I mean, some people are, for sure. But a lot of them, you get cold calls to your emails, and it's this giant MCN. And they would brag about how many people that they represent. They're like, we have a 1,000 yeah, YouTubers. Not, I'm like, that's not a good thing. Like, I want exactly. you to have one YouTuber that you're representing. Exactly. <laughs> and that's another thing. Um, I've noticed that so many of them were cold call or send mm-hmm. us emails. And they have, like, everyone represent Lily Singh. <laughs> everybody everybody represent logan paul yeah i was like ha i i don't get i don't get it no and um i mean i did experience uh you know being managed by uh, a management company and they completely didn't know what they were doing and then i was man we had we were with mcn yeah. and they were okay but again i just felt like i want to be in control of my own kind of fate and that came to me because i was in the modeling industry for over a decade and as a model you are relying on your agencies to bring work for you you can't go out there and get work for yourself yeah so you sit there and wait and you know sometimes they call sometimes they don't and i just really hated that aspect of my job and i always thought you know what one day i'm gonna be in a position where i don't need to sit and wait like i'm gonna go out there and get myself yeah and i've realized that this was my opportunity to do that and to achieve that and you know after discussing it with my husband, which I keep going back to my husband because he has so much uh, experience with business and he built companies, he understands how a company works. Mm -hmm. So I really kind of relied on his expertise and guidance. And um, we decided that we can do it ourselves. Yeah. Um, So that's the reason why we're building this company where right now I'm kind of the only product because we're building my personal brand but we have big plans we have kind of big destinations we want to get to and that's what we're building right now um yeah what was the question did i answer your question i think so cool yeah so well for our listeners Mm -hmm. and mcn is a multi-channel network you Mm -hmm. might know of them because a lot of them are going out of business right now yes because it's about time it's yeah i know it's just not the there it's not the best from the YouTube perspective, it just kind of sucks. It's like this big network that's trying to like scoop up all these YouTubers and take a portion of their income. Yeah. And then, I mean, we do have a manager. Um, we like it because he can be on the ground and like in LA and at exactly. events and meeting people when we're here and we're working on our content and he can be there. Mm-hmm. I mean, I'm assuming that you have somebody, since you do have this team, you have like Yes. That manager type person, but they're in house. Exactly. So we have, so the reason why we have six people is that we do our accounting in house, Mm -hmm. we do our business in uh, inbound and outbound in house. Um, We, Basically, we do the obviously the production. We have the editors, yeah. and we have a production manager. So that's that's the team. And this is all funded. Like, if you don't mind me asking, what yeah. are your major income sources? Like brand deals, brand AdSense? deals, AdSense. So my business um, is fully funded by my business. So yeah. I mean, we're generating income. We are reinvesting it back yeah. into the business, and we're growing. Yeah. Yeah. So wait, do you have an in-house lawyer? 
No. No? How do you do contracts and stuff? Because I feel like with brand deals, that's one of the biggest headaches too is I hate reading them, but I feel like I have to because I'm like, I'm the one signing this and, you know, my name's on the line, but there's so much legal jargon and that's something that our manager helps us with too is breaking it down and making it sound like English to me. Yeah. So we have... um I mean, in the beginning, we kind of, we already kind of know where to look, what to look for, because yeah. a lot of them are really standard. Yeah. But um, at, so at first we did use some lawyers to kind of get familiar with mm-hmm, it, mm-hmm. Um, and then now we just we know. You've done it so and many then times. And if we don't know, we go to Gary, and we're like, Gary, <laughs> does this look normal? <laughs> um, yeah, but we're all we're all trained, like especially the um, our outbound, like the uh, partnership manager, Kimberly. Yeah. She knows what's up. Yeah. Yeah. Exclusivity and stuff. Yeah. As in like you can't work with another brand or a similar brand for like six years. You want to get that down I to love, like I a couple those. months. I love those. Yeah. yeah. Love those. That's <laughs> another good one. That's like they like to sneak in there. Well, that they can use your content forever. Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, they have like the rights to it. And this, I mean, and then some things don't seem like a problem in a contract. And then my manager or somebody might explain it to you. And it's like, I'm like, oh, yeah, they can use it. I mean, if they want to put me up on their Instagram, that's great. It's just Mm -hmm. like more exposure exposure but then he's like okay yeah well what if this drink company Mm -hmm. um you know you did your deal with them Mm -hmm. but they still have the ability to use your image for the next five years and this other drink company wants to work with you now but not only that i mean they got you you are at a million right now let's say over a million Mm -hmm. and they got you when that was your prize yeah in 10 years you are at 50 million why are they still using that same image? Like exactly. You should get paid for that. So yeah. it's those little things that we, you know, that we check and make sure that we're always protected. Yeah. Looking forward, I know you have so many amazing things going on with your company. Actually, I want to ask you what I obviously Gary is your partner mm-hmm. in life mm-hmm. and also kind of in the business like is he more of like an advisor or is he like fully running this company with you? So at the beginning, I mean, when it was Emma and I, it was Emma and I. Mm-hmm. And then when we started growing, yeah, um, I knew my strength and my weaknesses. And I knew that I am not going to be able, um, and it's going to be very foolish of me, to mm-hmm. try to build an infrastructure uh, that will, you know, make sure that we're building this strong base in the company uh, by myself, because I don't know. So, and I... So then, you know, I knew that I had Gary beside me, who's to me is a business genius. Yeah. And why won't I go to him and, you know, and get him involved? So we talked about it. And it so happened that when we really started growing as Valeria Inc., when we started generating enough money where we could, you know, make things like moving into an office yeah. and getting the right staff. Um, we decided, both of us, that it's it will be very good to focus all our attention on Valeria Inc. So we are partners, 50-50, and uh, I would say that he is running the infrastructure, he's building the company and how it should go. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm definitely part of it all, but I've also noticed when I was very, very involved in the beginning in like the smallest things, 
um, it really sucked the creativity out of me. Yeah, I understand that. And I really um, couldn't create. And when I was creating, I wasn't focused on it because all I was thinking is about like the infrastructure and who took the trash on Tuesday and like, yes. who sent the email to that person. Yeah. And it just like didn't make sense. And it took me a while to just, and I actually like it's still taking me time to s let go because I'm, and Gary's telling me every single day that, you know, these are not, these things that we do, you can hire people to do them. Like the, it's, it's a talent that you can find. What yeah. you're doing, only you can do. Yeah. I can't find another Valeria. Yeah. So if we don't have you, then we have nothing. So I don't want you to try to be everything everywhere, focus, again, on what you know what to do, and, you know, we're going to keep growing. So I think that at this point, we kind of found like a good place where he knows his responsibilities. I know mine. Mm -hmm. um, we communicate a lot. We have company meetings once a week. I'm involved in a lot of like the high level decisions. Mm -hmm and trying to stay away from all this like little minute details exactly that just like clog down your brain exactly yeah i've said to becky before i'm like we need to just book time where i can just like be free and not work yeah so that i can like be inspired yeah and you know yeah. think about the next thing instead of like yeah sending this email right now or and another thing that you know I, I mean, I also have a family. I have children. Mm -hmm. So, I mean, if I'm not there, I'm there. So the amount of time I have to think about being creative or think about myself or go into my own little world, very, so like, small. small percentage of my week. Yeah. Um, so I am really trying to kind of preserve it. And that's why we're trying to build, you know, a system that will be beneficial for everybody yeah and sustainable I feel like sustainable yes, yeah that's the word the yeah. keeping inspired and stuff that's why you know all these new channels do so well is because they are a breath of fresh air and they haven't been in this system and they haven't had you know all these the staff members and they haven't been in this little machine that they've been going on for years yeah you know they're like new talent I guess you could call them and mm -hmm. they have a fresh perspective and we just need to make sure that no matter what job or career you're in that you just have a fresh perspective and you try to keep that fresh perspective and step away and just because something's like going and mm -hmm. it's going okay it doesn't mean that you can't revisit it and relook at it from a different eyes hundred percent and I think like that's really hard I, I, now that I'm at a point where you know our channel is about to hit one million I know that's so exciting I'm so excited is this that this will be your, you got your hundred thousand plaque yeah 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 so mm -hmm. what is it for a million like a it's a plaque I can show you we have one downstairs oh my god that's so cool <laughs> actually um, we have the old one they like revamped it oh really yeah Cool. You can can't you like contact them and be like, hey, we want the new version. <laughs> Maybe send us another one. <laughs> um, yeah. So you know, now that we're at that point, you we've been doing it for a while, and um, now we're really trying to reinvent ourselves and do like new things. And it's it it's hard when there is so many like young faces coming up, and they're exactly like you watch their videos, and it's like so. It's just happened. Like, yeah. it's just everything just flows. And when you do something for so long and this is like your career, mm -hmm. yeah, it's hard sometimes to like keep everything fresh and just, you know, light and 
and enjoy your own content. Yeah. Like, it's hard. Yeah, definitely. Okay, so I have two things that I want to ask you kind of on those notes. Yeah. Um, one is, what do you think about YouTube and the fresh faces? I mean, I love watching some of the new creators, James mm-hmm. Charles, um, Emma Chamberlain. Do you know of a lot of newer creators? How do you feel about uh, ch- uh, that the platform just has so many younger people on it i mean we're kind of like ancient when it comes to the the age on youtube um we are yes but i think that we cater to a different audience like i actually love seeing new people on youtube um i love seeing young people creating and you know seeing their visions it's super cool Mm -hmm. um i don't feel like it's a competition yeah because I truly believe that my audience is is very it's different you know I don't cater to 13 year olds who um you know I mean are going to high school and need their first day school outfits exactly that's not our audience right like you guys have a specific audience I have a specific audience so um I think that there's room for everybody and the more the merrier I think that so many people are learning so much about each other about the world about different hobbies about different things through YouTube Mm -hmm. um and I absolutely love the era that we're in so I'm super positive I literally every person I meet I'm like start a YouTube channel start a YouTube channel (laughs) Because I truly believe that everyone has something to say. Mm-hmm. And when I watch all these channels, like it brings so much color. It brings so much context to the world. It actually like makes me more optimistic. Yeah. Some, some Like most channels. <laughs> some are like, oh, I hope my children will never like stumble on this channel. Yeah. But it, it makes me optimistic because otherwise, you know, you're exposed to all these I don't know, negative stuff everywhere. Mm-hmm. A lot of people the talk news. about negative stuff. Yeah. Oh my gosh. I need to tell, like, I need to get my grandpa on YouTube. I feel like there's a lot <laughs> more positivity on YouTube than there, there is, is on the news. And my grandpa just watches the news constantly and it hurts and me. And it's like the the world is ending. Yeah, the world is ending. Yeah. Trump is ending. It's just yeah. all ending. Exactly. Yeah. So YouTube is a great place to just, like, kind of revive yourself. Revive, escape a little. Yeah. Learn, yeah, learn a new hobby. Learn yeah. how to do some makeup or a DIY. Exactly. <laughs> okay. And then my other other question was um how is it working with your husband do you work together like all the time because I feel like that could be a lot working with one the same person all the time and seeing them all the time at home at work it's a lot it's definitely a lot but I think that we we communicate a lot, like all the time. Mm-hmm. I actually do love spending time with him. Like <laughs> I <good>. love it. <laughs> so for me, if I don't see him a lot, like it, I, I feel weird. You miss so, him. Yeah, I miss him. So he's kind of like my, you know, my second right. half. Exactly. Yeah. Thank you. No, you're right. You were saying it. Yeah, yeah. you got it. So um, I do love working with him. I also, it's nice to know that your partner in business is someone that wants the best for you and you know have the best intentions so I when he gives me feedback on when we talk about business like I know that it comes from the right place I don't have to you know sit there and be like what's the motive here yeah so it's actually amazing like I feel super super lucky yeah to be in this position it's also nice to have somebody that really understands what you're going through Mm -hmm. and 
um, yeah, just what you're dealing with on the day to day. I mean, obviously there's downsides to maybe being around each other all the time, although it seems to be working out for you just fine. No, listen, we sometimes we do get on each other's nerves, yeah. but that happens when you're married in general. Yeah. So <laughs> it's not like, it's nothing different, right? Yeah. Um, it's just kind of knowing when to step away. I'm like, okay, you need, you know what? Like go and have dinner with your friend tonight. Yeah. Um, you know, it's just being honest and communicating. So yeah. I was um I was dating a lawyer once though and I felt I just like didn't get it. I was I feel like they didn't get me, I didn't get them and I was like no matter what this is just not going to work because you're just talking to me about all this like really brutal stuff all the time. It was a certain type of law that was just like so, so like personal injury yeah, that's exactly <laughs> what it was it was personal injury law and i was just like i don't want to hear about how this person has a freaking like brain injury and they are a vegetable now yeah like this not- is all i get to hear about and then when it comes to youtube it's just like you know he wouldn't watch it or know anything about it yeah and or it's like, like being like what even what do you do yeah they're like you what know? do you do it's all day why are you like building things i just exactly. like send pictures of like like a bookshelf <laughs> that I made but it's like cool and I'm like no this took me all day yeah it's um yeah. so I I think that that's an amazing thing that you yeah can and also you know we're both I think it brings us closer as well because we're both really passionate about entrepreneurship about business and to have something you know in common with your partner where you both are so obsessed with it and you mm-hmm. talk to each other about it and it's mutual that's pretty amazing yeah so yeah okay so something else you have in common are three little offspring that you have yes those little guys and those little guys uh i know you've mentioned before how you don't like you consider yourself a mom obviously Mm -hmm. but you you explained it better how did you explain it about not being like just a mom and not losing your own identity yeah so it's funny because the beautiful the most beautiful thing about social media to me is that that it sheds so much light um on who i am and Mm -hmm. who i want to become and what i want in my life um so something that i've realized was that so many people were commenting on my fashion videos the beauty videos and Actually, like until this day, if you'll go sometimes on Instagram, people are like, oh, my God, you look so stylish. I can't believe you're a mom of three or oh, you look so mm-hmm. beautiful. I can't believe you're a mom of three. I'm just like, what? First of all, what? How? since when am I just like I'm a mom? Like you become yeah. and you, you get kind of pigeon. How do you say pigeonholed? Yes. Wow. My English is so good these days. <laughs> I get like, you, you get like pigeonholed into this, you know, you're a mom now. So there's all these expectations and, you know, you live under this light where this is how you're supposed to do things and everything else is, you know, not yeah. as important. You're a mom. You're supposed to like only care about your kids and like exactly. ditch everything for your children. Yeah. And yeah, take on this new identity. I mean, I feel like that's what a lot of like younger people somebody like myself feel right now is just you know you see people getting lost because Mm -hmm. they do they get Mm -hmm. it's not just society putting that on themselves on moms but i also feel like some moms do get lost in just this mom world well because also that's how we brought up to think about motherhood right so we don't know anything else and no one has the courage to get out there and be like you know what i'm not gonna do this and there's actually like there's a lot of people that are just doing their own thing and uh, super inspiring and they inspired me to kind of stand up and be like okay first of all i'm valeria first Mm -hmm. i have my own you know hobbies and i do things and i do hip-hop and i go this and i do this like i'm not just 
a mom, mom that will sometimes, you know, have a chance to run outside of the mom hole and do something for herself. Yeah. No, I've realized that in my, for my lifestyle, for my happiness, for the happiness of my family, I have to be happy with myself first and make myself happy and not put that expectation on my husband or on my children. And once I started looking at that this way where I'm Valeria, I'm a mother, I'm a wife, I, you know, I do all these things, then it's just, it just made me more authentic and mm -hmm. just made me to connect with myself more. Like I love who I am now because I'm not trying to fit anything. Like this is, this is it. Yeah. Ta -da! I know yeah. you that you get the backlash maybe on your fashion videos and stuff and it's like, but you're a mom, but do you, do you get more than that? Like are people, does anybody say that you don't spend enough time with your kids or anything? Oh my but God, I of course, oh my of gosh. course. But I think that's something that's super expected. Um, I think when you put your life out there, um, people are gonna be judgmental. People have their own idea of how things should look like. And everyone's gonna, you know, give you their opinion, especially like anonymous people or someone at Angela.com with zero followers and zero photos. Like she will love to tell you everything that you're doing wrong with your children. But I mean, I feel I feel happy. My yeah, kids are happy. your kids are happy. Yeah, my husband is happy. I'm, I got nothing to complain about. So I think I'm doing a pretty good job. Yeah, I feel like the hate could just be so much with with children. Yes. How yes. do you deal with that? Uh, I just remind myself to be kind and compassionate mm -hmm. because, you know, for me, if someone decided to go online, create a profile, you know, write all these mean things, they're going I mean, through something. Yeah, yeah. There's something really sad happening in their lives and there's no one there that supports them that there's no one there that can help them and you know it makes me feel sad but it also reminds me to just be compassionate with everybody that i meet and just know that everyone is going through something and i'm sure that person is going through something and you know i mean if that made them feel good about themselves then okay that's fine <laughs> like good <laughs> good for you <laughs> next thank you next yeah exactly <laughs> Okay, so I'm curious. Yes. As a Toronto lady like yes. myself, love our city. Yes. Um, why haven't you moved to LA? Do you want to move to LA? Have you thought about moving to LA? We talked about it a mm -hmm. few times, um, but I honestly love Canada so much, and I love Toronto, and I, I just know that this is where I want to raise my children. Yeah. Yes. Okay, this is a good <laughs> right. Place you to you be. had me there. I'm like, yeah. never mind. That's that's exactly. the, that's the answer. I mean, I don't want to sound. If there's gonna be an opportunity in the future that makes sense. Yeah. Um. You know, for our business, then yes, I'm not opposed to live somewhere for a couple of years and kind of you know really do what we need to do. But I know that I'm gonna end up in Canada. Yeah. Yeah, Canada's a great country. It is. And you know what? I mean, with LA, I feel like 
Toronto and Canada in general is starting to, you know, we're kind of on the map. Mm-hmm. I mean, I know that we started getting a lot of talent coming out of here, like Justin Bieber and Drake and all mm-hmm. that stuff. But mm-hmm. we have so much talent here um, from in, like in YouTube or Instagram, like so many people now um, are coming out of here that are doing amazing things. And at the end of the day, it's social media. You don't have to really be located anywhere. Like some of yeah. the, you, you know, like I communicate, I had some, I have some exciting collaboration coming up. I, I'm gonna fly there. Like it's 2019. We to can L- be to LA. Or yeah, to we can wherever. be anywhere. Yeah. We don't. I don't have to live there. Yes, I was gonna say. Do you travel there often? Um, not so often. No. Mm-hmm. Wait, do you collab a lot with YouTubers? I just. I, I did like two collaborations. Mm-hmm. I'm doing another one in London next week. Uh, yeah, it's it's hard with collaborations because you want to find you know, someone that, first of all, you have a similar audience. Yeah. So your thing, you know, my content will resonate with them and yours will resonate with mine. And yeah. and that's hard to do. And sometimes you also need to find someone that you like, your personalities you go get, together. Yeah, because yeah. yeah, it's awkward. On video, it's awkward. You can't fake it. It can be it. so awkward. Yeah. I've seen like so many horror stories where somebody's like, collab gone wrong and they'll release the footage like a year later and they like oh blur the person's face but you still know who it is and it's just like very awkward collab that never saw the day of light I don't know it's so awkward I'm sure that happens so often <laughs> I know yeah. on that note we should collab if we are we awkward. should <laughs> it'll be awkward but like no it'll be like fun yeah Not but you're like moving awkward. soon right yeah so okay I have a business proposition All I was right, telling bring I was it on. telling Emma in the car I was like listen I'm gonna come and meet the sorry girls and I will not request, but I would propose for them to be part of my new home thing going on because we're like having this whole series planned planned out. Oh my gosh! Yes. Yeah, and we have like the kids' room. <gasps> and I've never I, done a kids' room. Yeah, and It'd I just so think fun. that you know, I mean, they're my dudes are like really serious. They know exactly oh, what they want. Okay. Okay. So I think you guys can have an interview, which <laughs> sit down, you know, each of them, and be like, "What do you want? What's your personality like? What would you like to feel when you go into your room?" And they'll tell you all about it, and then you guys can, you know, oh my god, surprise them with. With the, with the whatever the makeover the, the makeover room, the yeah room makeover oh my god that's so fun well we're on board well did you ever had client kids clients no I mean we don't really have clients. I guess you, yeah it's, it's just true. like YouTube friends <laughs> well I saw you guys did a makeover for Amanda Amanda Rachelie yeah so good it's beautiful her it's space so I beautiful. love it every time I see her on Instagram I just see like her wall behind her or her wallpaper I'm just like love that we did that it looks so good i love it that was amazing yeah so yeah room makeovers are just my ultimate favorite i could live the rest of my life just doing that oh my god that's like my nightmare (laughs) oh really i just you know what it's funny because you would think that as a creative person you're all of that stuff you like it doesn't like go it it's like anything with interior design, <laughs> sofas, furniture. Like I get so confused. I get so lost. I just yeah. want to like drop to the floor and start crying. Yeah. So it can be a lot. I mean, I've actually realized that. Well, I think it's design. Designing for somebody else is easier. As much as I put so much care into it and thought, you're like because it's not your own, you yeah. don't think as much. Yeah. And I mean, the product is still great in the end. Yeah. Um, but yeah, even when I was p- picking out paint colors for my place, I was just like, 
yeah, it, I, I was getting that like overwhelmed because I was just like, there's so many options. I could do anything. And I couldn't imagine designing a place from scratch, like having to pick tiles that okay, go tiles. So that's Is that what, what you're I doing? I was going through and I was like eight months pregnant. No. And I'm just standing there and they're showing me 50 shades of white. And I'm just like, I'm sweating. I'm like, I don't know what to do. And all I keep hearing is like, Valeria, this is going to be the tile for the rest of your life. This is what you're going to be looking at, staring at forever. Make the right choice. I'm just I'm like, oh my God, oh my God, I can't do this. Yeah, no, that is that is overwhelming. I think yeah. that's way different than, I think that's way harder mm-hmm. and not as fun than just like taking some bones, like, you know, walls and flooring that's already built. I love that challenge of like, oh, there's this weird, ugly radiator. Like, what are we going to do with it? Or like, this has to be like all these different things in this one room. How do we make it like a multi-purpose room? But yeah, starting with a blank canvas, that's so much harder. Wow, I'm I'm good for you. I'm like in awe of whatever you guys like. What you guys are doing, it's so far from my. I just don't even know. Well, we will come over <laughs> yes, and we'll do. do something. That's so fun. <laughs> yes. Um. Okay. Also, I'm curious what's what's gonna happen next with you. What do you have next on your plate? What are you excited about? Um. I, I'm excited to keep building. Um, Valeria Inc. That is actually becoming Valeria Media. Oh. Yeah, I name don't, change. Yeah, already. <laughs> I don't rebrand. <laughs> rebrand kind of exactly. done. <laughs> Next, um, yeah, we're doing. Uh, we're changing into Valeria Media, and uh, yeah, I mean, I'm excited to keep growing and to experimenting with content, which is what I've always wanted to do on my channel. And as you notice, you know, uh, I don't really have one thing that I do. I like. Yeah, to do it's a, a little lot bit of everything. Just great. Yeah, so I'm just excited to keep trying different things and some things will catch, some won't, and that's cool with me. Um, and then to, I don't know, product lines. Like there's uh, so many things I'm interested yeah, in. Yeah. I just want to do everything right, right and like, you know. Take the time. With passion. Mm-hmm. Um, so we're taking our time, but yeah, there's, I mean, oh my God. There's so many things that I want to do, hopefully. I'll do them all in this lifetime. Just the beginning. All right. Thank you so much. (laughs) I loved having you on. I hope that everybody at home enjoyed listening. Uh, Valeria, where can they find you? At Valeria Lipovetsky on Instagram and Valeria Lipovetsky on YouTube. Done and done. Subscribed and followed (laughs) and belled and notified. (laughs) All the YouTubing thing. Yeah. (laughs) All right. Thank you so much. And we will talk to you guys next week. Thank you. Bye.